0: Welcome to Inside Hillcat Nation, a different look at RSU Hillcat Athletics. Now your host, the voice of the Hillcats, Josh Haley.
1: We welcome you to this edition of Inside Hillcat Nation, and happy to be previewing the women's basketball season today. We remind you to check us out on your favorite podcasting platform as well. And to start off the show, getting to talk with some of the players. Joined by three players from the RSU women's basketball team today, and they are...
2: Hi, I'm Kat Christian. I'm a senior, and I'm from Crothersville, Indiana.
3: Hi, I'm Aliche Brown. I'm a sophomore from Leavenworth, Kansas.
4: Hi, I'm Zoe Whiteley, and I'm a freshman from Fort Gibson, Oklahoma.
1: Glad to have you here today, ladies. Thanks for being with us. The season is so close to being here now, and obviously uh, it's nice to be able to start at home, isn't it, Kat, for you? um you know is, are you just counting down the days every day or are you trying not to really think about the start of the season yet
2: um I'm actually really excited for the season to start um despite COVID um I was injured a lot last year so I only got to play in probably 10 games um so I am just really excited to get back and be with my teammates my new teammates especially see um how the season goes and you know last year you know we struggled a little bit but I'm ready to get on the court and see where it goes this year so
1: and Aliche for you after completing your first year how exciting is it to to be coming back for your sophomore year and just to get things going
3: I'm very excited because especially with this new team we have a lot like guys y'all could tell we had a rough season last year so this new team I feel like we're gonna be a lot better and like hopefully I know we are we'll win a lot more games So I'm just really excited to see what the season brings. And besides, like, COVID, of course, I'm just really excited.
1: And, Zoe Whiteley, for you, it's got to be exciting and maybe a little bit uh, anxious to get your first collegiate game.
3: Yes, for sure. I'm super
4: excited. I'm ready to just see, like, what it's all about and what it's like. Um, High school basketball was really fun, but I'm super looking forward to this.
1: Now, Kat, you mentioned uh, just a moment ago about your injury and you had to sit out. Uh, quite a few games last year but in this program it seems like when players aren't able to play they're still just as excited and energetic as you know the people who are playing what is it about this program that makes that culture and, and makes it so special
2: um I just think our coaches they I mean they they held us to a new standard I mean especially this year with everything that happened last year I know we've come in really excited they've hyped us up um you know they've actually set like a tone this year you know we're going to be together this is what we've got to do especially with COVID you know people are you know getting in quarantine and the best we can do is stay around each other stick together and um you know me as a person on the bench last year I learned a lot from just sitting and um I'm a very energetic energetic person so I I love all my teammates and I want to see everybody win so that's my biggest attribute that I could like contribute as much as I could and keep the energy going on the court so
1: and having your season you know cut short last year was it just a big sigh of relief just to get back on campus and know we, we're going to be playing there is a schedule
2: yes um I was excited to get back especially living five six months you know in Indiana with my parents you know um coming back and seeing all the new girls and you know being with them and being around coach bent and coach c and coach pitts it's just been great being back especially from a senior year so
1: alice brown for you it was a very busy freshman season you averaged the second most minutes on the team you played in all 28 games last year and just a huge role on this team how, how were you able to hit the ground running and just i mean it, it seemed i went on one of those first road trips with you guys like to kansas city and you put on a show in front of a lot of your hometown fans there in kansas city at rocker so how were you able to kind of come into the collegiate level and just be prepared?
3: Honestly, I was really nervous. And I came in with this mindset, like, I wasn't going to play. I'm a freshman, so I'm not going to get a lot of minutes. But after I got past that whole thing, like, you're not just a freshman, I decided, like, hey, it's time for you to play and step up. Because, first of all, we only had a team of like, what, 11,
2: 8? Eight. By eight? Really? the end of season because 7. We were, we were all hurt.
3: <laughs> right. But so I had to, like, just get past that mindset. It was fun, especially in Kansas City. You know, that's my that's my home right there. <laughs> that's my home. And, like, seeing everybody show, like come up is like, man, I can't embarrass myself and suck out here because you don't hear it from everybody, especially Leavenworth people and Kansas City people. But it was amazing. I had a great freshman year. I mean, I, of course, we wanted to win more, but still, it was just a great environment. And I love my teammates, every single last one of them. They didn't treat me like a freshman when I first came in. They just treat me like family. And they got in my butt, too, at the same time. I loved it. But, yeah, it's a great. it was a great freshman year.
1: And for those who don't know, Alice's older sister, Alicia, a, a vital member of the Hillcat team. And growing up, was it was it, you know, good for you looking back on it to have a, an older sibling that much older to kind of help you be prepared to play against, you know, older or, or bigger, more physical players, maybe?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I know Cat can tell you like in practice, Alicia used to tear me up, like <laughs> tear me up. I can make the smallest, like, turnover, and she'll scream at me all the way uh, in the court. And I'll be like, man, like, anybody scream at me, and I'll take it. But when she does, I'll be, like, tearing up and getting, like, frustrated because I'm upset. But I loved having her there, especially I had her in high school one year, and having her in college one year was absolutely amazing.
1: Now, speaking of transitioning to the college game, uh, Zoe Whiteley, you come from Fort Gibson High School. What has it been like for you transitioning from the high school to the college level uh, so far in the preseason?
4: Um, it's been really different. Like, um, our high school team was really intense too, and we had some great years. I won a state championship as in high school as well, so we, it was very serious. But like here, it's just so much more intense and fast, faster paced. Um, I really like it because I like playing fast, so I really enjoyed, um, the intensity in practice and how loud it is, that's what, something that was a big difference for me coming in. Like the first day of practice, I immediately noticed like, wow, like everyone's yelling, everyone's clapping, and the coaches were on us hard and just yelling and keeping the intensity up. I really liked that part of it a lot.
1: Was there any, any worries in your mind coming in of, you know, I don't know what to expect as far as, you know, competition level or anything like that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I was definitely nervous for sure. Just, like, finding where I was going to fit in and just see how I would be able to go against um, my teammates and, like, if I could handle playing at this level and everything. It was, like, it was nervous. Like, I was nervous about it, but now I'm. I'm getting more comfortable the more and more that we go on.
1: When you first got here, did you did you you know connect with any certain player or a few players right away? Anybody that you just buddied up with immediately?
4: Um, I don't know. I really liked everyone, but someone who I kind of hit it off with um, is Lily Garner. She's me and her have a really similar personality, um, and I had met her before because she's in the Presidents and Leadership class too as well. And I got that scholarship, so I had met her before. um, And she kind of just helped the first couple days show me like where to go, what to do, what was going on, so.
1: We're talking with members from the Roger State women's basketball team, and they'll kick off their season on November 19th at home at the Claremore Expo Center. Let's talk about the Expo Center for a second. And uh, Kat, Christian, what, what did you like about the environment at the Claremore Expo Center and seeing that in your first year last year?
2: Yeah, when I came, um, I originally started at a Division One, and um, it was, you know, relatively big, um, but not as big, I would say, as the Expo. Um, it just felt like a breath of fresh air when I walked in. You know, I just like, especially when you're playing there, the atmosphere of everything and having the crowd there, it just feels like like home and family. When I when I walked in, I just was like. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that I chose to come here because, you know, Hillcats, like the Hillcats are amazing. Like and I, I love our fans. I love our family. I love being there to be able to practice. The floor is amazing. So the atmosphere, of the Expo is just I, I thought we were going to be playing in Bushy Head for the longest. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we, I was like, thank goodness we're not playing in Bushy Head. But I'm, I'm glad that we have two facilities. But Expo always have a special place in my heart.
1: And Alicia Brown, we just talked about your older sister Alicia being there. You got to come to the expo and see her play when you were still in high school, correct?
3: Yes, I sure did.
1: What was what, what? did you think of the environment as you were seeing it, but while you were still in high school?
3: I loved it because she came from she came from Juco, Hutchison, and like Hutchison has this crazy nice like gym. But when she came here, I saw it too. I was like, man, she just came from two nice gyms, so it's just amazing. I honestly fell in love with it. And plus the people there, it just felt like the people were just really homely. And like they were just really like sweet. So every time you walked in, like, oh, you're number ten sister. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I loved it. It was cool.
1: Zoe, what about for you? You you grew up in, uh, you went to Fort Gibson High School for those those folks that don't know. But so not not too far away from Roger State. But um, the first time you were exposed to the environment at the Expo Center, what did you think?
4: I was really impressed by it. Like I, I came and watched them. Um, this past season when they played uh, Northeastern, and they won that game, and they looked really good that game. And uh, it was just like kind of like what they said. Claremore is kind of like a – it's a decent-sized town, but it's also small. So, like, it's like a homey feeling, and everyone supports everyone. And there was like – I was – or you always hear like college um, teams don't have have as many fans or – as much support as a high school team but I definitely would say Rogers State um, does for sure like Claremore definitely supports them big time and I think that's super awesome.
1: Well you just mentioned uh, one of the most exciting games of the year last year the Northeastern State game and of course you know joining the MIAA and Northeastern State being so close it kind of went without saying that that's going to develop into a rivalry quickly but when you play close games like that, it, it helps put some heat on that. Alice, did you feel oh, yeah. that, that rivalry <laughs> last year when, when you were playing the Riverhawks?
3: Oh, yeah. It was it was crazy. Because the first time we played them, we it was like before Christmas break. We lost pretty bad. So, first of all, we were like, we had to get them back for that loss because we were not in our A game. So, the second time we played them, I don't know if y'all heard it, but we were saying, yes, sir, at the end of the game because <laughs> they were talking all this stuff the whole game. But – <laughs> the energy was there definitely from the beginning because, I mean, we don't do well. People talking stuff, so we took it, and it was a great game. It was great energy. I loved it.
1: And, Kat, what, what about for you in that rivalry? What do you remember, you know, going back to that game about how, how the environment was and just how tight that game was?
2: Well, um, personally, I didn't get to experience NSU either time. Um, because I was hurt, and then I had a family emergency. But um, from my experience of knowing NSU, um, I was ex- I wanted to be there. But I watched it online, and I was like, Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, you, Aliche and Zoe already know me. They know that you know I'm really feisty when it comes to like things like that. But I'm excited to be able to actually play them this year, stay uninjured and healthy. So yeah, I I know that's a big one for us to win this year. So.
1: Last year, the first year, of course, being a member of the MIAA, and there's, there's some really good road environments too, though, right? I mean, there were some very interesting and fun places to go to.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I, I can't even remember, like, you guys played. I wasn't there for one of them, um, but it was the one team that was, like, number one in the conference, and they were, and their gym is, like, huge, and they have the most fans in the MIAA. Emporia did you guys in Fort Hayes State? Alone. Yeah. Did you guys Fort get to go to Hayes. Fort Hayes? Gosh,
3: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: heard that one was huge, but I I didn't Hayes. get to really travel. The only one I really remember is going to like um, ro- like Rockhurst. But yeah. I'm not even sure if they're really Fort in. Fort Hayes in and Missouri
3: Southern probably like the, the biggest crowds. Like I feel like in Emporia, of course. Emporia's always deep.
2: Yeah, Emporia had a had a decent sized crowd coming with yeah. them when they came here last year to play Gosh. us. So, yeah.
1: And Alice, what for you going into those environments? Does it does it kind of give you a little bit of extra adrenaline going when it's when it's a big crowd like that, you know, and the people are loud?
3: Oh yeah, cuz you have their student sections and I don't know if y'all know these student sections and band sections are terrible. And like <laughs> man, I I know the Emporia game. I got I found out And I was sitting there like, they're just like saying, walk, 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 and then sit down. I was like, dang. I was like, I get it. I fouled out. But these, but it makes you want to play harder too because if you score, you want to look at them like, yeah, I just did that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zoe Whiteley, we mentioned just a moment ago, you played at Fort Gibson High School. You won a state title there. Very successful program. Do you feel like you know playing at that high level and now getting to experience at least in, in the practice environment, the college game? Do you feel like you know playing in that tough environment? It, it kind of helped you um, maybe adapt a little bit quicker as you've gotten here to college.
4: Yeah, I definitely do, actually, because um, our coaches at Fort Gibson were really, really, really tough on us. Like on our breaks, we would get like the holidays off, and that was it. And so it was like, I mean, it was super serious and. It was kind of a lot of pressure because, you know, they have the record of most consecutive trips to state and everything, and so every year it was like that when that time rolled around it was like, okay, it's go time, and um, I don't know, it was just, we took it s- like super serious and it was super intense and fun, and I just think that the intensity of that um, has helped me in practice so far and just in workouts. and working hard and just like that mindset and that type of character.
1: Kat, you've been a, a newcomer in, in multiple programs, so you know what it's like to be be the new face there in a program. Now being, you know, a veteran and, and experienced, how do you kind of help the newcomers, both freshmen and transfers, you know, fit into the program?
2: Oh. Um. I'm just a very welcoming person. When I mean, when I first met Zoro, I was just like, "Hey, like I, you know, when I first meet somebody, I'm gonna be 100% me. I'm gonna be authentic. I'm gonna, you know, I'm loud. I'm, you know, I, I don't really, you know, Liche knows, but I don't really care. Like I just come up. I'm gonna hug you. I'm gonna, you know, want <laughs> want you to be like welcome as much as possible. And uh, when the freshmen and the transfers came in. Um, I I had already like talked to some of them because we got each other's numbers and we were in a group chat and so I already got a feel for all the girls and I had already told them like I warned them I was like hey I'm going to make you uncomfortable because I'm just going to be in your face I'm going to be like this but I think I also bring that into practice as well and I've been able to make them comfortable and you know I'm not going to I'm not the type of person to take it easy on anybody but I think that our like our relationship because of how I approach them um like our team dynamic has grown a lot because of that
1: and this team, I know, is very tight. There's a lot of things that, that go on within the athletic department as a whole in terms of community engagement, but what have been some of the events that, that you've enjoyed in being out in the community so far since you've been at Roger State?
2: Oh, um, one of my favorite ones is when we had uh, the Special Olympics um, last year. I can't remember what school we were at, but – it was so sweet to, like, see all the kids come out, and Coach Bent was dancing with some of the uh, the little kids, and we were having shooting contests, like, running drills. Uh, I think that was my one of my favorite ones. And then we had, like, a little uh, camp we held at a place in Claremore, right? Alicia, you remember that when we had, like, little drills we were doing? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Really, it's just really nice to be able to interact with little kids and see the younger generation and show them, like, you know we're basketball players, and allow them to like see and develop their skills, and that's one of some of my favorite stuff that I've ever done when I've been here.
1: Alicia, you you've told me this story before, and and it's been on air before, but I'd like for you to tell it again. There was a very special moment you had with a young fan last year.
0: Can you oh, tell us about yeah. that? Oh uh,
3: yeah. So after the NSU game, I met a, a girl named Regina, and she was a uh, f- well, she's like in between homes right now, so she was staying with her guardian and she this is a rough time for her and she told Carly she used to play here she was like who's number like 12 number 12 like I've been screaming her name the whole game and stuff and her guardian told me that and I said oh like for real like a freshman me <laughs> and she was like she started crying when they told her story and stuff understood that it was just amazing to know like me a small person number like number 12 can actually impact somebody like that like I didn't think I'd I thought a senior or junior deserved that, honestly, or maybe a sophomore. But a freshman is, like, getting that from, like, a girl her age. She's, like, I think 10 or 12. It was absolutely amazing. It made my day. I, I told my mom and dad, said, hey, you know, somebody actually looked up to me. And they're like, what? I said, yeah, I'm only 5'7". I'm 5'6". I don't get it. She's, like, half my size. <laughs> so it was just amazing. It was I, – I still stay in contact with her, too, actually. So I got it's her this big behind stuffed animal for uh, Valentine's Day that I gave to her, a guardian to give to her. So sweet. It was amazing, though.
1: How special is it to you to, to know that, you know, hey, after that experience, there might be somebody watching me every, every game that, that, you know, I'm an example for?
3: Yeah, I didn't know that. I was just like, man, I I better start having a better attitude and stuff and, you know, something. Because you never know. Anybody can look up to you. They could be older than you and look up to you, honestly. So it was just – I loved it.
1: Kat, what are some of the things with the when we look at, you know, the newcomers and how it, it uh, combines this core group of players – what are some of the things you see that you really like so far in practice about this year's team?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I love the energy that we bring. This year, like, compared to last year, you know, we were really down last year. Injuries and, you know, getting used to being in a new conference. Um, you know, it was a what's like a rebuilding year, really. And we got a feel for everybody, and then some of our seniors left, and the new people came in, and they really – showed up with some maturity even our freshman that came in very mature came in and just buckled down and said hey I'm gonna do this uh, I don't care if I'm a freshman just came in and like they every day they come in and they work hard everybody you know last year we get we get in a drill and you know we'd be going forever in one drill this year you know it's like we we get in a drill we might go a couple times but uh, we rally together in the middle and we're like let's get this and then we get in and get out like I think we just get in uh now and we do our job as much as we possibly can and that's one of my you know I I love the fact that like coach bent and coach c and coach pitts they did really good like I always compliment them I'm like your recruiting was on point because the girls you brought in are just amazing people and I enjoy them outside of the court as well so
1: Alice, along the same lines what, what do you see in practice uh so far from this year's team that really stands out to you as being the positives first
3: of all we have a lot more people, so I think that's the best part. No, but uh, not nah, like it's a really good team as a whole. Everybody had good attitudes like the first day, and everybody worked hard. The literally the first day, we guys, when we did miles. First of all, we talked about miles. We talked about Zoe. That girl would take off. <sighs> yeah, like, the, she does. She has how what was your miles? Six minutes or something. Six like that? minute twenty seconds. I was sitting there like That girl Man. was lapping
2: us. <laughs> you know, she, I honestly say
3: you have a freshman pushing us like upperclassmen mm-hmm. is great. So honestly, it's been a great practicing with the new people and like all together this new Mm -hmm. team is it's great I just like it yeah but we don't have no problems I don't think we have any problems we just have everything together and if we're down somebody's gonna pick us up
2: yeah and you know how girls are girls you know basketball you get into (laughs) basketball and you want to get into it outside but honestly this year like there's been like none of that we we really enjoyed each other I think and especially like team bonding as well outside like like I I know myself included I'll just go upstairs and go up the elevator, check on each room, and then come back down. <laughs> hey, guys, I just want to say hi. Like, <laughs> that's just kind of, you know, the, the dynamic this year. I love it so much. Yeah.
1: And Zoe Whiteley, you already talked about how, how welcome you felt by everybody when you first got here. What about the coaching stuff, Zoe? What what do you like so far about this coaching staff?
4: Um, I really like all the coaches. Like, that was one of the main reasons that drew me here was just um, – They were all just super awesome people. And then um, now, like, seeing them in practice, I love how, like, intense they are. Just I love the intensity. I I like to be coached, and I like to be pushed. I want to be pushed to where I will – work harder or show me what i need to fix like that doesn't bother me at all and they're all really good at that but doing it in an encouraging way too as well they're super good at encouraging us but pushing us in that way
1: do you feel like the the competitiveness you know of this program and and um Alice for you like when you bring in a, a new group of players it can be maybe challenging sometimes to figure out what everybody's role is through the first four or five games or so but do you feel like that's a good thing when you have you know so many players that are able to contribute in different ways
3: yeah i think it's a great thing because you honestly can't put one person down as a certain position i've learned that because i play i'm playing more of a, a two guard this year and i love playing the point guard don't get me wrong but it's just like you have to know every part and for other people to do that, too, is we need that. Because you never know what's going to happen in the game. Somebody can foul out. Me and, we need somebody to step up to a different position they never played before. So I think it's good. That, I just think that's good.
1: And, Kat, for you, know, for you last year, we talked about your injury and how it, it sidelined you for the majority of the season. But when you're able to kind of have a different vantage point of the game and these players, if you look at the silver lining of that, were you able to identify strengths in players and see them in maybe a different way than – if you were on the court and see now, okay, here's how I can work with this person or here's how I can set them up for success? Yes,
2: um, 100%. I mean, I don't even know how much film I watched last year and how many games I just sat back and I'm talking to coach, Ben. I'm like, isn't she supposed to like do this and this? And so it was like, I'm kind of like a, it kind of felt like I was an assistant coach, like, and they made me feel like very included. They didn't like you know, pushed me towards the end of the bench. I sat next to them during games, and it was just like Coach Bent, Coach Pitts, Coach C, and then me, and they would give me a clipboard. I would look like an assistant coach, and I would just be like, girls would come out, and I'd be like, hey, uh, you need to make sure you're doing this. And I, I, you know, I got a really good feel for it. I felt like, um, you know, the coaches and the girls still – like made me feel like I was still a part of the team because it was it was rough. I mean, nobody wants to go through the mental aspect of going through not being able to be there for your team, but I still feel like I was there in an aspect. So.
1: We're going to take a break on Inside Hillcat Nation, but thank you very much to Cat Christian, Alice Brown, and Zoe Whiteley for joining us. The women's basketball season gets underway on Thursday, November 19th. When we come back, we'll talk to the head coach, Kyle Bent, right here on Inside Hillcat Nation.
0: You've heard me say, support for RSU Radio comes from, quite a few times by now. That's because local organizations love to show their support for RSU Radio. Underwriting is a way for businesses to build brand awareness and show their support for the community, and it's tax deductible. Businesses who have underwritten with RSU Radio include the Canes Ballroom, Langdon Publishing, Chimera Cafe, and many others. For information on underwriting, email t-c-r-o-w-l-e-y at rsu.edu or call 918-343-7670. Now back to Inside Hillcat Nation with your host and the voice of the Hillcats, Josh Haley. We're back on Inside Hillcat
1: Nation talking today with members from the Roger State women's basketball team and joined now by the head coach, Kyle Bent. Coach, always good to sit down with you. Thanks for taking the time for us.
5: Yeah, thanks for thanks for having having me and and my players, you know, just a, a little bit of shot of normalcy, I guess, this fall. So yeah, it's good to be good to be back talking hoops.
1: Well, obviously, with with COVID hitting right at the end of the season last year, was it just a big sigh of relief to just get back on campus and get back to practicing whenever it started
5: this fall? Just to get back and to see to see the players to have some. Have some volume, have some have some noise back in the offices, you know, I hear a ball bouncing in the gym. Yeah, it's just nice to it was just nice to see everybody and just try to navigate this navigate this this virus, this pandemic together and what we are trying to accomplish, you know, just from a from a wins and losses standpoint, um this season, you know, obviously we're gonna end up getting there, but um just the very basic fact that you know we got to be together, we got to spend some time, hang out, laugh. Um, that was that was good for me, and 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 I think my assistants as well.
1: It was announced in the off season uh, as as a result of the pandemic. Uh, it was announced by the NCAA that for all Division II sports this academic year, that the maximum number of contests allowed would be reduced for basketball. That number is 22. So while it's not ideal to have a shortened schedule. Are you glad that every game is a conference game, an MIAA game?
5: I think it provides us with routine, playing every Thursday, every Saturday. You know the players know what to expect. You know we as we as coaches can develop a little bit of a rhythm on that Friday, uh, as far as a prep day. Um, we obviously would prefer to play more games, but. Just having some consistency with the conference schedule is fine. I, I don't. I don't look at it as as a huge positive or negative either way. I mean, it, the fact that we're going to be able to play some games, I think, is a blessing. So we're just we're just going to roll with it. You've got the uh, same
1: staff returning from last year. Coach, you've got Ashley Pitts and uh, Jasmine Sincor. And I've been had had the privilege of traveling with you guys a little bit last year and and getting to see the camaraderie between the coaching staff so i'm sure you're you're pleased to have both of them back with you especially in a world where uh career growth is good and that means sometimes assistants moving on but it's always good to have <laughs> the same group together
5: yeah no they're great um been with ash you know obviously a little bit longer uh than than jasmine but they both work real hard you know the kids really re- like them and respect them you know they have they have good basketball minds I can trust them, you know. That's really all you can all you can ask for, and we we do get along very well off the floor, uh, and and that's just that's just an added bonus. Uh, but no, they're a fantastic addition. I'm, I'm glad that we can kind of keep the band together for one more year. I don't know, I don't know how long that is going to last as they're both pretty good and and i'm sure that are going to have opportunities elsewhere if they if that's what they decide to do but um they've been they've been very good for the program and 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 for me as a head coach you've had
1: multiple coaching stops you've been successful at all of those last year was the first year in the miaa lots of great environments on the road to play in what did you think in your first year in the miaa and being in some of those atmospheres
5: going on the road to places like you know Fort A's Emporia, uh, Missouri Southern um, just some of the some of the the nuances like you walk in you know that you are um, here for a basketball contest uh, just the way that they do things with their band with the arenas themselves uh, not to mention obviously the significant amount of fans, Was a pretty impressive, pretty impressive year, uh, just from a, just from a, acknowledgement acknowledgement standpoint, as as a fan, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, We didn't have as nearly as much success as we would have liked to, but once we decided to go to the MIAA, I know Coach Barkley and I both had a really good understanding of what we were going to get ourselves into, and I think it was a good a good experience for our kids uh, to, to go and to play in front of a lot of fans and in highly competitive environments. Uh, super impressed. It's a really good league. It's a tough league. Um, maybe a little bit different uh, with the <laughs> fewer fans, uh, you know, with those limitations <laughs> being set because of the virus. But uh, great league, very impressed, you know, looking forward to year number two.
1: We knew going into the, the MIAA conference that it would instantly create some rivalries just because of geography alone. And and one of those, of course, was with Northeastern State just an hour down the road. What a game that was last year at the Expo Center. And we just talked about it in our first segment with some of the players about how for them it was kind of a revenge game as well. But was <laughs> that was that a good preview of what this rivalry you know could be like for all the years to come?
5: Yeah, I hope so. And I think... Just logistically being close, uh, but also you know, Coach Barkley haven't haven't played there, mm-hmm. and and you know our girls are very familiar with with their girls played against each other in high school, and you know someone here, someone there. I'd uh, So and I I think that that was just going to be the way you know things just shook out once we decided to make the leap into this league. But I think it's good. I think I think those types of things are healthy. Uh, you get a little extra shot in the arm, you know, when you're going to go play them, whether you're at home or on the road. But, yeah, I, it was an enjoyable atmosphere because a lot of area fans are able to make either contest. So, yeah, I, the girls were pretty fired up um, for that contest when we played them at home last year. Um, they were kind of rowdy. So it was it was good to see, you, you know, a little competitive competitive spirit, some fire in their belly. And I think the more of that we can develop, the better off we're going to be.
1: Coming to the MIAA from the, the Heartland Conference, uh, where, where teams all disperse to, to different leagues, but the travel obviously much different in the Heartland. There was there was some much, much longer road trips. And in the MIAA, having most of those road trips very close to home, how much better does it just make quality of life when, when your longest – uh, bus trip, you know, is to Nebraska, and that's only once a year.
5: Yeah, you don't you don't have to find as many unique, comfortable positions on those, <laughs> <laughs> du- doubling up on those seats on the charter trips. Uh, so, I mean, it's nice getting back from a Wednesday or a Thursday contest on the road when I mean, you know you're only going to Pitt State or you're going to Newman. And, you know, you're getting back at midnight instead of you know maybe four or five in the morning. Comparatively speaking to some of those trips, you know, that would have been to Texas. Uh, I mean, quality of life's fine. I'm not married, don't have kids. So it's a little bit different for me, but I'm I'm sure the other coaches with with families uh, could attest a little bit more to that. Uh, I do like the warmth of Texas in January. (laughs) But um, yeah, some of those 12, 13, 14 hour bus trips. uh, I don't uh, I don't miss those at all. Uh, so I I guess I could trade uh, shorter trips for um, a little bit colder weather, I suppose. You've
1: led multiple programs uh, to a lot of success, Coach. You've been to the national tournament. Do you look at a team year after year? Do you look at your teams early in the preseason to see if the chemistry is there for, for this group to accomplish something special?
5: You know, mainly I'm, I'm trying to gauge... Effort, toughness, intensity—you know—feel. I think this is one of those things that develops over time. Reps, new teammates—I, uh, I would judge it more, maybe next year when we return a lot of the kids um, that we have on this year's, on this year's team. I think I think that would be something to, to try to gauge and hold them accountable for. But with so many new faces. Uh, you know, we want them to mesh, but I think that that will come with time. I want them out of the gate, competing, scratching, clawing, uh, getting after in practice. Uh, that's that's more of a that's more of a sign of success for me uh, at this point in the season. But chemistry will, you know, will have its day. You know, come come around Christmas time.
1: The season will get underway on November 19th. Is it a good thing to be able to to start at home, or does it to you? Does it not really matter in that regard of how the schedule falls of where you start the season?
5: I think starting at home is better than starting at, uh, on the road for a non overnight trip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we play. We you know my first year here, my la in last season, we had the co- conference crossover both on the road. So I think getting away early, spending time together in the hotel. I think those are good bonding opportunities, uh, so I don't mind opening up that way. Uh, but then, you know, obviously, you know, playing at home, sleeping in your own bed, especially for some of the some of the new players, introduction to Division Two collegiate basketball at home, you know, one less thing to worry about. So I think it is an advantage, but you know, ultimately, we gotta we got to show up and play regardless of what side it's at.
1: I know we we talked about the reduction in fans, of course, this year and and what that will be limited to. But uh, one thing I notice whenever there's home games is how well-connected you are with the fan base. And and it seems like you've developed a lot of relationships with uh, the local community here early on. What are some of those things that that you enjoy about the expo and just the community?
5: Well, I just enjoy the fact that we do garner – a good amount of support. You know, I I enjoy seeing faculty and staff at the games. I enjoy seeing owners uh, and patrons of local businesses at the at the games and uh, you know, I I try to get out in the community as much as I can. Um you know, meet people, introduce myself, you know, been here for this will be my th- this will be my 3rd year, I think. It's, I lose count sometimes, you know. It's just it just is all melting together, but they're very supportive and they were supportive last year, and we weren't very good, and that's something that I think a lot of coaches appreciate, but don't ever have an opportunity to to state. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun atmosphere, you know, when you're walking out to start the game. We're at halftime, you know, and, and, and you got a decent amount of people in the stands and you recognize some familiar faces and uh, meet some meet some new people after each game. Uh, it's just a very welcoming, welcoming atmosphere, and, and I think that's a testament just to the town and the university as a whole.
1: You won two of your final four games at home last year, and then if you stretch that, that span a little bit larger of a snapshot – Going back to uh, a team like Fort Hayes State, who is extremely good, one of the one of the most storied programs year in and year out, but almost handed them a loss at home as well. So even on top of the atmosphere, though, d- did you get the feeling last year with that group, even despite all the injury adversity that you had to overcome, that hey, if we're if we're right on on a given day, this group's gonna fight, you know, till the very end, and, and we we can beat anybody.
5: I felt confident with the group that we had when when we were able to just kind of get things going you know from an, from an offensive standpoint, uh, our offense kind of fed into our defense last year. Uh, you know vice versa my, you know my first year here was kind of the opposite scenario. but I you know I thought I thought the, the ball club had some talented, some talented members. Uh, we struggled because we were small, uh, and that's and that's on me. And and we struggled because we were young. But I, I kind of, could foresee that that was going to be the case coming in. And I know that we, had to wear it a little bit last year. But returning, all the youth and all the reps and all the minutes, uh, you can really tell the difference in in in, in the returners this season. So. I'm hoping that that pays off. I think it will.
1: We're talking with Roger State head coach Kyle Bent, and we'll continue the conversation when we come back on Inside Hillcat Nation. We're back on Inside Hillcat Nation, talking today with members of the Roger State women's basketball team and right now the head coach Kyle Bent. Coach, before the break we were talking about some of the players last year and and the players returning this year, and there was a lot of adversity last year with injuries and things like that. Whenever players are, are uh, you know, moved into a different role because of uh, injuries or, or roster size, does that make them tougher in the long run as to say, you know, if there's change, that's fine. It doesn't affect me. I can, I can move on like normal.
5: I think anytime you're forced to do something outside of your comfort zone, it's, it's going to make you better, whether it's athletics or it's life. Uh, you know, you, you develop – Uh, a a broader uh, set of skills, and and I think if you approach it the correct way, you know, you're going to build some mental toughness and some character. And I think very, very simply put, uh, we were forced to do some things collectively as a group last year that were somewhat unconventional, having some players play out of position, doing some things that, I'm not used to doing it as a coach, and I'm sure they weren't used to doing it as players, but uh, I think if you look at the returners, you come to a practice, you come to a game, I think you're going to notice the difference um, at, from a toughness um, standpoint. So, yeah, hopefully we can um, we can take advantage of some of the struggles that we had last year.
1: Let's talk individually about some of those returners, Coach, and actually only one senior on the roster, and that is – Lily Garner and and I know that we had conversations about her last year uh, but just seeing the way that she conducts herself on the court off the court whether it's in the classroom or on the practice floor if you're going to only have one senior that's a pretty good one to have isn't it
5: yeah she's great reigning homecoming queen so she's uh, she's done a lot of different things during her tenure here Uh, basketball is a small part but you know ideal member to represent a program does things the right way never has a bad effort day conducts herself on and off the floor you know with integrity high character type person so uh she's she's had more of an impact i think on this team than she realizes at this point um i think maybe as she gets older she'll she'll look back and and realize some of the things that you know she was able to do to to move it in the right direction but yeah she's one senior but um she's a heck of heck of a good one to have yeah when
1: we talk about other returning players and upperclassmen in particular one who joined us in our first segment today and that's cat christian red shirt junior officially she sat out a lot of last year due to injury it's really impressive to see the way she battled through that and has worked hard to get back and she's ready to go.
5: Yeah. I felt bad for her because worked through some things, just some nagging, you know, soft tissue injuries and, um, kind of had her here and there. Wasn't able to really develop any type of momentum, uh, with, with, with last season. So, to see her be able to come back, you know, I think she had a good summer. Uh, I think if you ask her, it probably could have been a little bit better. But, you know, I'm sure COVID and some other things played played a role. But, yeah, she's been able to stick with it. Uh, she's been playing basketball for a long time. Um, she's had some seasons where she struggled. She hasn't really been able to put it all together. So, I'm just hoping, you know, for her case, we can keep her healthy um, for the duration of this season. And if she can stay healthy, um, she's going to end up being really, really good. But, yeah, it, I'm I'm pleased with her progress and glad she's back.
1: Aliche Brown was also somebody who joined us in our first segment today on Inside Hill Cat Nation. In case you missed it out there, a reminder you can check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. But Coach, Aliche Brown coming back for now her sophomore season – she played in every single game last year. She was the, the second highest minute getter on the team last year. There were quite a few times last year where she did not look like a freshman out there.
5: Yeah, she was forced to grow up very quickly because we had to have her. She had to play. And, uh, you know, during throughout the recruiting process, uh, you know, we try to anticipate Who's gonna play a lot as a freshman? Who we think can develop and eventually get there, maybe by the end of their freshman year. And of course, this is going on before they ever step on campus. And you know, she was she was one that we we knew was gonna play, uh, but just the, kind of the way things went down to begin the season, you know, we knew very very quickly she was gonna have to play a lot more than than we had anticipated. And um, she picks up on things quickly. Another person does not have a bad effort day, um, has a good motor, has good endurance, and, and just, I think, enjoys the game itself. So, yeah, she, she played a lot of minutes, a lot of reps, um, and it, it's really going to benefit her this season. I, I think you're going to see um, a sig- significant uh, leap in development uh, when it comes to Aliche.
1: Another returning player entering now her junior year, Samaria Thompson, or better known by her teammates as Bug, a <laughs> Dyersburg, Tennessee native. There were some times last year when she just flat took over a game.
5: Yeah, she did a fantastic job doing what we asked her to do. Uh, I, I think that I think she got a little frustrated at times, just because uh, I probably asked her to do too much. You know, kind of had her head swimming a little bit. But, you know, she's another one, has, has really matured, has grown up a lot. Uh, you, know, some of the, you know, some of the youth in her came out last year at, at times. And, you know, I know the coaches and I, you know, we talk significant difference just in a mentality and um, a maturity standpoint. Yeah, she's been very good for us this fall this far, uh, this uh, fall.
1: Vanessa Gaidashova, another player uh, that comes back, the junior from Kosice, Slovakia, very impressive last year as well uh, as a floor general, and she's one of those players that uh, sometimes you say that that's a crowd-pleasing moment. She can give you some of those ooh and ah passes.
5: Yeah, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to make sure that they're the good oohs and ahs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we we've spent a significant amount of time with her just on. Decision-making, another one that we asked to do a lot and I think was probably overwhelming at points for her. Uh, looks good uh, right now. Um, she's, uh, she's developed. Uh, we're not asking her to do it nearly as much. So uh, some of the just innate skills that she has are really kind of coming to light here in these early practices.
1: You also returned five foot ten now sophomore Bailey Cleaver and uh, played some very big and valuable minutes as a freshman last year, but really saw her grow and develop quite a bit from the start of the year to the end of the year.
5: Yeah, no one is more thrilled with our recruiting class than Bailey. As we, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we got uh, three or four kids that have a few inches on her, so she's going to be able to play the play the four spot. Um, she can play the three. If we need her to, she's developing more confidence there. Uh, did a lot of did a lot of really great things as a freshman. Played a lot. Had to play the five, um, guard bigger bigger players, um, and it's made her better for it. Uh, you know, you can just tell this year, even though she's a sophomore, you know, she just kind of walks with a with with the confidence, you know, people take notice of. Uh, great kid, gonna be going to be a ton for us this year I feel like um, now that she's playing at a position where you know we've intended for her to play all along
1: and uh, last but certainly not least uh, final returning player is Julie Luna who uh, played her first year as a Hillcat last year after playing at Wabash Valley College which was a a very winning program and it's clear that she's got that that winning type of mentality
5: yeah as far as all the returners making strides um, she may be the one that's taken taken some of the biggest biggest steps, you know, in the positive direction. Uh, you can just tell um, she has a lot more confidence with the basketball in her hand. Doesn't force as many decisions as she has in the past. And you know, I I think with with her and with everybody, it's just there's just something about having a year underneath your belt, playing for. Uh, a coaching staff having already been through the league once, so I think I think they all just um, are refreshed, get a new opportunity to kind of take on this schedule. But Julie does a great job. Going to be able to to see her on the floor um, even more this upcoming season.
1: We're talking with Roger State women's basketball coach Kyle Bent. Coach, let's get into the newcomers now, and have you tell us a little bit about some of these. And one of those who was with us in our first segment today is Zoe Whiteley, the freshman from Fort Gibson High School. What are some of the things that uh, you're excited about her?
5: High character kid, works hard, tough. You know, not afraid to afraid to stick her nose uh, into you know competitive situations. You know, you can tell that she's been coached in high school. Comes from a winning program. Uh, just understands that. It's going to take you know some hard work, some focus, uh, to be successful, and and I, I think that's been been ingrained in her throughout her upbringing. Uh, really excited about her. Didn't know if didn't know when she would be ready, maybe to handle the point guard spot like she did in high school. Um, she's proven she's proven us that as a coaching staff. You know she's going to be ready to to direct traffic a lot sooner than we thought. So she's been a fantastic addition.
1: She's a testament to some of the really good talent that's in this area for high school basketball. And another player uh, that's an example of that is Chloe Bowen, a 6'2 forward who comes to you from Tahlequah. And I know that was one that when you got her last year, you were really excited about.
5: Yeah, t- Chloe does. And I she rooms with Zoe. You can imagine that nightmare <laughs> that I have with the names. Uh, <clears throat> long – Athletic, runs well, can shoot the three. Uh, had had a little bit of uh, need for development just in her base. You know, she wasn't using her legs as much. You know, as she needed to. We're we're working through that, but she's made tremendous strides as a as a freshman. Like I, I've just been uh, extremely impressed with her progress. Uh, yeah, excited about her. Um, got her from Tahlequah, so. It's always nice to get them away from the uh, from the rival school, I suppose. <laughs> um, but no, she's been she's been great as a freshman. Um, her and uh, her and her roommate Zoe they've uh, they've been fantastic additions.
1: And also, she's not the only the only front court player you get from nearby. You also get six two freshman Shay Stone from Tulsa's East Central High School. Tell us about Shay.
5: Looks like a million bucks man you walk into the gym uh, she, she's tall she's strong she can run she can jump uh, we're working with her finishing around the rim but uh, needs to be a little bit more physical but you know that's to be expected anybody coming from high school uh, is going to need those gonna need those physical reps but <sighs> She sets some mean, some mean screens, <laughs> and she's not afraid to go pursue the basketball when it comes off the rim. Uh, she's she's done such a good job um, picking up on things and just really trying to put it all together, you know. And I can push her, I can get on her, and she responds. You know, she has a little bit of maturity about her, just mentally being able to be coached tough. Um, so she uh, she definitely. She definitely is going to have an impact.
1: A player you get uh, as a Division One transfer from Eastern Illinois in the front court as well is redshirt freshman Vui Magalela, a native of Harare, Zimbabwe, and I know that she brings some really quality things as well.
5: Yeah, she's been out of the game for a while, and we're uh, working through some through some rust, and, and you know some of it just feel and and confidence right now, but um, work. Work ethic is not. Uh, it is not an issue with her. Uh, Going to be able to to do some things for us. I, I think second semester. Um, just from a development standpoint, uh, she's really starting to get a hang of a few of the concepts and things that we're asking her to do. Battling a little bit of a soft tissue injury right now. Hasn't gotten as many full speed reps as we would prefer. But you know we're trying to take it slow with her and. Uh, super athletic player can also, you know, she can get up and down, um run, jump, play around the basket. So uh I'm glad that uh I'm glad she's in the mix for sure.
1: Another newcomer in the paint will be a fellow Division 1 transfer from Memphis, Maya Buchanan.
5: Yeah, she's uh she's big and she's physical and and she's she'll get after, you know, anybody that wants to guard her in practice and and you know, if she's on defense Watch out! I think uh, I think her and Shay probably lead the team in fouls during practice. <laughs> That's <laughs> that is for sure. You know she has a really good skill set. You know, obviously being recruited to Memphis and uh, you know not not getting as much you know time there as she would have liked. Now she's here. I mean she's she really has an opportunity to to flourish and to come into her own. Um, very sound. Very sound technically uh, around the rim and, you know, is going to pose, is going to give us a different element, um, her and, and and some of the others that we've already mentioned, just, to, just allowing us to do so much, so many more things on both ends of the floor. Uh, yeah, she's going to be good.
1: And uh, last but not least, but the fifth player on the roster that you bring in of six foot or taller is uh, a junior transfer from Allen Community College in Maisie Schroeder.
5: Yeah, Macy coming in didn't know where what her comfort level would be as far as uh, playing the four or playing more on the wing. Um, you know, and surprisingly enough, she came in and said, You know, I enjoy the physicality more. So I said, Hey, all right, I love hearing that. So, um, you know, she's a, she can handle herself on the wing, she can pick and pop, she can shoot the three. Um, she runs well. She jumps well. She can guard um, on the wing. She can guard inside. Um, has some confidence with her back to the basket. Does a lot of different things well. Um, you know, and and we and it allows us as coaches to develop a few more, a few more sets, you know, schemes that we can use her inside outside. Same with um, Cleaver. So. Uh, Macy's good. It was a good get. Kind of got on her late, and uh, I'm really glad it, it worked out for us.
1: And last but not least, overall, as far as the newcomers are concerned, a fellow Allen Community College transfer in uh, Taryn Kelly, who's kind of a local kid, uh, played uh, high school in Owasso at Rejoice Christian.
5: Yep. Taryn comes in, works real hard, uh, gets a little frustrated time to time, um, but it just... You can just see that she cares and she's competitive, you know, and she wants to, and she wants to do well. It, most of, if not all of, the new incomers, just the pace of play, the intensity, the demands, it takes them all just a little bit to get used to it. But uh, she can shoot the lights out. She gets her hands and feet ready. Uh, you know, she better pull the trigger, let it go. Uh, she can, she can really shoot it. You know, she's, she reminds me a lot of, uh, Lily when I first got here, as far as a lot of confidence with the catch and the shoot, um, developing that confidence off the bounce. And you can see how Lily has progressed over her tenure here. And that's where we're going to get Tarrant. But she's probably one of our top two or three shooters on the team. Uh, she's definitely a threat out there, um, Good kid, uh, good work ethic, you know, and that's really kind of what we went for in this recruiting classes. We wanted some gym rats, man, and I think I think we did a good job of getting them.
1: When we talked about the, the number of front court players that you brought in and all the height, is it a big advantage to have um, that many players that can play strong in the paint? Is it a big advantage from a practice standpoint that those players get to go against each other every day and, and help their development? It allows,
5: it allows them to make each other better, but it also allows us as coaches um, to, to divvy up teams and know that each team is going to have equal opportunity to develop good habits that day, whereas if it was – and if you only got one post kid, then, then whoever's on that opposite team, uh, somebody's going to be playing or guarding out of position, and they're not accumulating as many um, positive reps at where they are going to need to be successful for games. So just having that, just having the depth was something that we really wanted to shoot for and and... Also, with COVID, you still know what's going to happen, who's going to be in, who's going to be out, and we're not even talking about um, injuries or anything like that. So uh, we've kind of tried to run the gamut of uh, different heights and skill sets and and trying to double up uh, at each and every um, attribute that we could.
1: Lots of things to be excited about for the Roger State women's basketball team. Head coach Kyle Bent, thanks for taking the time to join us. Thank you. Women's basketball season opens on November 19th. Thanks for being with us on this edition of Inside Hillcat Nation and a reminder to check us out on your favorite podcasting platform as well. Until next time, I'm Josh Haley saying so
0: long. Inside Hillcat Nation is produced at RSU Radio. All of the music on this episode was provided by the band Bringer. Tune in next week and every Friday at 1 for more Inside Hillcat Nation.